the biggest thing for us to, was to earn the trust. And there was a, this. If you're in a market that nobody else is mailing, then mailers work great because you're getting 100% of the attention. But it is a super GPF approach because each practice is a comprehensive practice, clinical technique and technology. You know, so I, one right. of the biggest investments I did with each practice I bought was to invest in uh, CVCT, CAD CAM. Welcome to another episode of the Full Arch Advantage podcast. My name is Gary Bird. I'm the host of this wonderful show, and I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more Full Arch cases. And today I have Dr. Farid, who is from rural Vermont. He has three practices out there, and he's going to share his two-year journey with you and how he's averaging several full arches every single month, bringing them into their practice, but it didn't happen overnight. And he's going to share with you some of the things that he learned about the demographics of his area that really impacted his results. And I think this is going to be really big for people who are outside of major markets who haven't quite learned their market yet to help you understand how to track more full arch cases. Stay tuned. All right. So could you let me know what you're seeing at your on your, at your practice? What are you seeing that's really driving results when it comes to full arch? Uh, full arch was challenging to get into. It's a, it's a challenging space, especially socioeconomically where we are. Um, we're a young practice. Uh, started our first office in November of 2019 right before the pandemic hit. And then uh, we picked up a couple of new offices along the way. Um, but Vermont is an interesting marketplace. Uh, <laughs> and I live in rural Vermont. Uh, one of the practices is in rural Vermont. And uh, you had to kind of learn the state, how uh, people here think a little bit before yeah. you could market it to the, to, to the people because Vermont's market is very different than New York, Miami, you know, yeah. LA, you know, yep. uh, some of those places are a lot more vanity driven, you know, it's more important to have perfect teeth and white teeth, uh, in Vermont, very small percentage of the population, uh, might, might want that. Uh, the biggest thing for us to, was to earn the trust. And there was a, this, I used to uh, kind of, uh, my marketing money would go to essentially every outlet. It was a very disorganized that the first year because I didn't know where to invest more, where the matrixes were for successfully marketing. Um, so it was newspaper, radio some TV, some Facebook and Instagram and social media. So, so you, when you started, uh, you just started kind of shotgun approach, put it all out there. Right. Right. And that wasn't as successful, you know, it was kind of good to, um, get the word out and it was nice to have some sort of a brand recognition. People heard you, heard your voice. Um, funny thing. One of my most successful campaigns in Vermont was mailers. Like, wow. Okay. Just, which is silly to think about, you know, but 
you would never think that, you know, in this day and age, you know, mailers is what will drive anything, right? Like, and that's something well, I picked up from the local yeah. people, you know, they're like, oh yeah, mailers are pretty big here. <laughs> Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. You know what I've noticed about mailers is this, is that if you're in a market that nobody else is mailing, then mailers work great because you're getting 100% of the attention. But what ends up happening is, is in a lot of markets, and, and you might have not maybe experienced this, maybe you haven't. Once doctors see that you're sending mailers, they go, oh, that doctor there is sending mailers. We're going to send mailers too. And then once two doctors are doing it, then four and then eight. And the next thing you know, you lose all your results because everybody's kind of chipping away at the pie. Did you notice that or, or have you had a different experience? No, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it. So okay. I don't do mailers anymore, you know? Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I took those, uh, the the financial i took the budget from newspaper and all these other stuff and now now that i've had that general recognition now we're doing a more uh, targeted approach and that's true an actual so like marketing. digitally yeah is it's, it's a digital campaign and the company that does my tv ads um kind of helps drive that as well you know so um but it has taken about three years and, and the first couple of years were painful because, you know, you're not getting your ROI right in the beginning. And a part yeah. of it also was trust, you know, in the community. So that's really big in Vermont. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons Huge. I would love to practice here. You know, you have to uh, build rapport with people and your community and be involved in it. And then that trust is earned. And now I get people that may come here from Michigan, New York you know, to do their full arches, which is awesome. Yeah. And so what right now, can you give us an idea of you have three practices? Just give us a rough idea of like roughly how many new patients you're seeing um, from that, like how many, how many starts you're getting per month? For full arch is a little bit hard. Uh, my full arch cases are not as many. I would say, you know, I'm getting maybe. Got it four new cases a month. So my full arch is still not the driving force of the practice. It's just a nice supplement. Got it. The practices. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're so you're using more of like the super GP approach where you have a lot of patients coming in, a lot of treatment being done on the general level, and then you're feeding up into the full arch, which four four starts, that's that's can be big when you have an office that's maybe doing, you know, if you're doing $150,000 a month and then you add four starts on top of that, that's a, that could be a lot. Uh, it is, and it's, it's really uh, carried us through, you know, and we're getting some great results. Um, and doing good with those earlier patients is driving the marketing part now because their friends, their wives, that's what's really bringing me a lot of uh, uh, patients. You know, I'm getting more leads from my prior patients than any other campaign I've done. Um but it is a super GP approach because each practice is a comprehensive practice. And what I try to do is with every procedure we do, 
is maximize our income uh, during each appointment, right? You know, so my chair time uh, is, is super important. And if I can save chair time, then I can pass that discount to my patients. So we don't necessarily charge, you know, 40 grand an arch. We charge 20, 22,000 an arch. But that's because I, we wow. do it in three appointments. So. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That makes a but, lot of sense. So break that down for somebody, for somebody, let's pretend, let's give the audience, let's define the audience right now. So let's say this person is a GP, just like you, they start off more in the GP world and they're, they're trying to add full arch. Can you break down what you just described there from in a, in a way that they would understand as they start to go down this journey? Yeah. So normally, um, I mean, traditionally you can get a patient and, and a, a conventional approach might take a year to complete uh. over like five to seven appointments, so to speak. I, I cut down those appointments um, and I maximized uh, the revenue for that chair time. So overall, I'm actually making more money because I have more availability to bring in more patients and all that instead of having, you know, unused chair. How, how'd you do, how'd you do that though? Was it, was it clinical techniques? Is it operational structure or is, it, uh, or is there something else there? Clinical technique and technology, you know, so I, one right. of the biggest investments I did with each practice I bought was to invest in uh, CVCT, CAD cam, make sure that everything is incredibly up to par, everything is digital. And that digital workflow allows you to have a more precision approach to placing your implants and treatment planning. So you spend a little more time on your treatment planning and, uh, but it pays dividends when it comes to the whole picture, you know? So, yeah, but in the thing, the thing to call out there, I want to call this out when you do your treatment planning, you can kind of do that whenever you want, right? You could do it in the morning. You could do it in the afternoon. The team doesn't have to be there, but with a treat, when you're treating a patient, it has to be in that restricted time. So you want to keep that time as flexible as possible. So even though you're investing more time on the treatment up front, it's actually creating more flexibility in your life overall. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing is I don't necessarily use it. You know, there's a shortage of dentists in Vermont. So my general practice is incredibly yeah. successful and busy. Um, so I make Fridays. I have a clinic in uh, one of our offices in is in a beautiful little town called Bristol. And I do all the big cases on Fridays, which is our days off, generally speaking. Uh, and patients like it. And I have the whole office to myself and it's more private and they get this VIP treatment. You know, so the patients like it. No distractions. Um, it's just me, my assistant. That's so good. Patient. That's really. Okay, let me ask you, let me ask you this, the, from this question this way. So, um, Let's pretend you're sitting in a stadium. You got 30,000 dentists that are sitting there. They're all, they all want to grow. They all want to grow not only in uh, their, their, their locations, but they want to grow in the kind of treatment that they're doing. But they realize that it's not an easy road, right? It's, it, to add these more complicated procedures is not easy. There's a lot of complications with it. What, what would be your one piece of advice as people begin to go down this road so that they could really make the best decisions possible for themselves? That's a hard one. Um, know your patient base. Fed. Know who, 
what kind of office you have, you know? So I learned that, you know, I'm not on Park Avenue. You know, there are certain things I, I'm going to have a harder time with. Um, I knew that socioeconomically Vermont is, uh, you know, not known for having wealthy people, just generally speaking. So you know that income is an issue. So the, how you price things, you know, so you work with those parameters, um, to the, I also even know for the most part that, uh, my patients prefer me in jeans. You know, I don't wear traditional mm. scrubs. I wear jeans and a t-shirt. So if you're coming, so don't, you don't come in in a full uh, three-point piece suit to the consultation, right? Like being in your jeans and being more down to earth has helped you. Absolutely. Always, you know, there are simple things that you notice. You always want to put your patients in a, in a, in a uh, position of control so they're a little more elevated. You know, you're sitting a little lower at eye level with them. And they see you in your jeans and converse and, you know, there, there's no intimidation. You know, I don't want them to, yeah. I look at myself as a tool in their toolbox. So, and I, that's yeah. how I essentially present myself to them. I'm like, you tell me where you want to go. I'll take you there. You know? Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And just to call this out. That might not work in other markets, right? There might be a market that you're in that you need to dress in a different way and you need to carry yourself in a totally different way because that's what they're looking for. Sometimes people are looking for the doctor and, and everything to be put together in a certain way. So I think that goes back to your original point of knowing your market, knowing who you're working with, knowing how to make them comfortable. And so, and I, I think even the larger lesson at play here is making it, and this is true for all business making it more about others than yourself. The more you make it about others and how can I serve them and how can I help them, the more success you're going to have. And the more you make it, well, I can't work these hours. I don't want to do this. And I don't, I don't like this. And I get it. We have to have boundaries and things like that. But the more you can do that, the better off you're going to be uh, from a successful business standpoint. Would you, would you agree with that? That's a very good statement. That's a fair statement. Awesome. Well, this has been so, so useful. I love what you're building. I love what you're doing. Uh, you, you're the first person to come on and kind of share their unique market demographic struggles and then how you overcame them and just the simplicity and the straightforwardness and how you're doing that. Nailed it. And I really, really appreciate it because to be honest with you, everybody talks about the good, right? So online, everybody's like, oh, I have this many arches and I did this many starts and I did this, I bought this new equipment, but no one says stink. We had zero this month and it's probably because I'm not dressing right. And it's probably because I'm charging too much and I have to make these adjustments. So we only see the good. We don't hear about any of the bad and then people can't learn. And so that transparency and that clarity, it helps people think through the problem and get to the solutions faster. So I really appreciate you coming on today. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. you.